Hey guys, it's Jack here. Big massive shout out to our Patreons. So these guys are the guys who donate for the editing and they really do make a huge difference to keep the show alive. Uh, we've been sponsored by Art Faulkner, 30 Evers, Mikey Dread, and Underfluke. These guys are absolute legends. Thank you so much and see you next show. Let's drone out. Right. Hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of Let's Drone Out. Tonight you're joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Hello. Um, our tricopter overlord. Uh, hello. I thought you were going to start speaking Italian now. No, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know any Italian. Like, pasta is pretty darn good in my vocabulary. <laughs> Say who you are. <laughs> You're supposed um, to say who he is. He needs no introduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm David. Hi. David Windersdorf. Yeah. I, I didn't know I was supposed to say my name. Okay. Oh, Window Seal, if you're American. <laughs> you can say Khan Handle calling you. Uh, anyway, moving on from that, I'm really sorry. There's a man um, eating chips in the corner of my screen. I don't know who that is, but it's just clearly committed to the show. Yep. Our sexy overlord, NJ Tech. Evening, everyone. M my little tone star. Bonjour. Ooh. Representing. He dressed himself, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello, and I just have to say that, of course, any views expressed by any guests on the show are personal, may not reflect the views of hosts or any participant on the show. Also, the hosts aren't listed. Shouldn't be listened to either. Ignore all of us. It's just a big joke. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, changes it. Changes it. It's getting better every time. David's like, what did you guys do? I keep thinking there's a little loophole, and we just need to plug them every so often, just in case somebody takes something, what we say, to be serious. Oh, wow. That, that would be bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we nearly got sued. You haven't noticed. <laughs> Moving on. Like David, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Well, uh, like... we've, we've missed you all from the RC scene for a bit because you went off making knives and things and then you went fossil hunting or meteor hunting or something and then you've, you've been making lots of things that aren't RC. Uh, correct. Um, yeah, I've been... Yeah, I've been in Italy to make a uh, a knife, which is called a maker knife. Should I have one here? Mm -hmm. It's a little uh, pocket tool that uses uh, like the changeable Stanley uh, blades. Yes, correct. If so, you want the brand, exactly. That's like a what do you call a um, carpentry blade? The like exacto kind of like it's just a replaceable knife. blade oh, what the yanks call it a what? Um, utility knife yes oh, utility they call these things box cutters don't they that seems no, to be that, American this thing. is a box cutter hang on like yeah that, utility knife blade that's a box cutter 
The blade looks the same from here, but okay. Not, not like, what it looks. No, it's, that one breaks off, right? Yeah, uh, it yeah, it's got snappable bits. Yeah, okay, that so is, that one's better yeah. for shiving. This one's better for modeling. Exactly, I like okay, it. Got yeah, you. that's good. I, I'm so glad I bought a bulletproof vest, by the way. <laughs> Stabproof vest. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that in in Italy with my friend Giacomo. Um, your other friend Jack? No, you neglect me. <laughs> I bet he's better than this Jack. <laughs> well, he probably smells better. Uh, oh, yeah, actually. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, so I spend a lot of time in Italy doing that and working on new projects. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's not. It's not such a bad deal to be in the sun. Anyway, so yeah, I did a uh, video on making a meteorite ring, um, which I um, posted very recently. I shot it quite a while ago, but it went, it went good. Like, I, what was it? Three point three million views. Ooh. Wow. I just wondered. I just wondered if you got any negative feedback on that from the point of like, don't cut up a meteor. That's important scientific stuff. Or was it all cool? Because it was really cool to watch you cut it and stuff. Yeah, I got some comments like that, but not too bad because uh, kind of increase the uh, value of it by making it into a ring. Luckily, and there is a ton of that uh, material. So it's very well studied. It's not going to run out anytime soon. It's fine. So it's a bit of um, stuff what's fallen off the dome then, just down into the oh, uh, words. He could have just come out with, it's just a rock. <laughs> it's a bit of the lighting stuff. Oh, there. it's back on Truman's show again. <laughs> 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 But yeah, uh, I mean, I stopped reading the comments after the first thousand-ish because, <laughs> man, I like people are, I don't know. Okay, I, I'm not I'm not saying retarded, but they are. <laughs> you called me that one. That's exactly what you just said, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say that. What, just, what about differently I just meant it. <laughs> exactly, Tony. What about okay. Tony? Um, no. <laughs> Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, pe people on YouTube, man. Uh, just isn't it, isn't it just weird how a video like that, like you can't obviously that, that it, it could have had 3.4 million views or it could have had a few thousand. It's just like, what is the formula to that interests people? You know, well, you made something mad. interesting. Good. I think that's the idea. Yeah, but loads of people I think do that. that. Helps. Loads of people do. That. It's just I think maybe the the YouTube algorithm was uh, in favor of you that day or something. Mm, I, yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic video. There's nothing, you know, uh, it, that's not in question. It's just like, I mean, I mean, I bet you did. You expect it to explode like that? Uh, not three point four. I was thinking a million over a month. Wow. Kind of felt like that. Uh, yeah. scope but uh you, sh you should have gone sorry you should have uh, at the end of it been like you do not have gone to space right <laughs> <laughs> i think that i think that does that video have less views that should it, it should be the other the other way around going to, that, that was an insane video that i love that one one of my favorites sorry dave for cutting you off uh, i can't even remember what i was supposed to say it's fine um 
Let's see. Space, yeah, 2.4 on the space video. 3.8 on the RC tank battle. So that's my best one. It's crazy. Is that, is that the follow-up one where they all sort of morphed into different tanks? Uh, no, this is the uh, OG the one. one. Oh, right. Yeah. I like that one. Is that the one where the, the tank wasn't ex expected to explode quite as much as it did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. Are you feeling any better? Like, you, you, do you no longer feel the need to, like, blow stuff up because you're in a climate where there is actually daylight? Uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Jack. Um, That's how I imagine uh, it. <laughs> the, no, it's, uh, it's getting harder and harder to get a hold of uh, fireworks in Sweden. It's uh, both good and bad because I have a dog, so... I don't like fireworks, but I like exploding fireworks, you know. Is it is it really Sweden or is it just because your name's actually made it on some sort of list now? There's a little picture of you in every shop that sells explosives. Do not sell to this man. It's bad, man. I, actually, I get a discount for real <laughs> at the place where I buy it. <laughs> oh, I never learn. No. When, when you say shop that sells explosives, is, it, is that a trade? I think um, I've seen yeah. snips across to Syria occasionally and picks up paradise <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, pyrotechnic shops, but usually it's like uh, during uh, like New Year's, like even the uh, local supermarkets carry it sometimes. So you can get a hold of, but that's cheap stuff, but still makes, makes a bang. There's one at the top of Dyke Road in Brighton that sells fireworks all year round. They have to have pyramids and stuff, right? No, not, not in England. There's, there's one close to me, which is uh, all year round fireworks. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe My I'll friend. go there and do stuff. That'd be sweet. You, well, you can't Brexit to keep terrorists uh, like you, you big beardy weirdo. I <laughs> had to. I had to work so hard. That's a joke, by the way. I had to work so hard on getting. I'm. I made some meteorite rings to sell. I had to work really fast. I'm like the Brexit. Brexit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, it's it's this Friday, and like uh, maybe it's hard Brexit. Every and it was very stressful. I can tell you that. I got it out on Thursday, and so uh, you've been to yeah. England, and it's a silly place. You had nothing to worry about. <laughs> oh, you've seen this show. This is based in England. We don't get anything done. It weren't for Frank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Frank. <laughs> Oh, well. uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, I think I'm on some kind of list because uh, I <laughs> always get random, randomly selected at airports. You Not and me both, brother. You oh, and me really? Both. Yeah. What did you do? Wouldn't have nothing to do <laughs> with nothing. us saying it's, cocaine it's, on the show a lot. Um, no, no, it's it's just this is not apparently the the best look for international travel because <laughs> um, you're not white enough. <laughs> they just go with a scorecard with different colors. <laughs> like yeah. okay, not a game. <laughs> yeah. I apologize for my people, Enjo. 
<laughs> oh, what can we what can you do it's just one of those things but uh we, i must i must ask david because I, I cannot contain my excitement so i am going to to move you on to the the news about your tricopter let's move to rc what yes. what and how and, and, but oh, before we, we'll, you go we'll there the afterwards <laughs> before you go to the tricopter can i just because i got my one down from the wall and i haven't had it out for a while and i've got to say the original tricopter 2.5 it's like the original X-Class. It is so big. I can't believe wow, it. And I'm, I'm trying to see what the new one looks like that flies for an hour. Because this, in its what? best day, flies for about 15 minutes. What is on a the? 3S2200 uh, or? No, that's on like um, about a 5,000 3S. Oh, really? <laughs> it's possibly overloaded. So I can't find, maybe, maybe a 3300 is the best point for it, but. And the good old DT750s. That's still got the DT750 on it. It's still got a KK2 on it. I I desperately need to go back and update it. Because to be fair, it does fly like a dog. And I can't remember if it used to fly nicely or I just used to think it used to fly nicely because I wasn't used to sort of a more smoothie uh, flight controller. Is it on Stevis? On what is? Stevies? Stevies firmware? Yeah. It's the good stuff. No, well, that might help. I I think new flight controller and new everything, but... No, you can't erase history. Yeah, exactly. Jack with KK2, he must want to build something with it. I gave mine away. Do you regret it? I've got a couple around. They're a bit big though, aren't they? Anyway, mini ones. Tell us about the new Tricopter, David, because this is what we're all about. Uh... To be honest, it was designed in two days, <laughs> and it was because I, I missed flying long range. Uh, right. um, I basically wanted something that was uh, easy to transport and uh, kind of flew like the old tricopters, like the big ones that was just nice and swooshy and like very soft flying. And as you can see, the size of it is a lot smaller, but it still swings eight-inch props. So, so what are you on, like 900 kV, somewhere around there? Uh, actually, it's 1,600 kV. Oh, wow. On eight-inch yeah. props. Okay, so that's... Yes. So you fly it on 3S. Or, oh, okay, um, 3S. Exactly. That's Oh, that's the, the good stuff. I was just been waiting for this to happen. Mini-quads going to 6S is was like the the thing i was waiting for because that meant um motor manufacturers lowered the kv and made Mm -hmm. uh, low kv motors really efficient and very well balanced good quality stuff because before it was all kind of like bad quality don't you miss don't you miss putting bits of tape on the side of your motors (laughs) and using a laser to to balance them (laughs) Oh, Those were the laser? <laughs> what you just put tape on them and listen to the noise didn't you surely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, and the bearings were so bad yeah. everything was just bad oh man i had to bang bearings out of my old lumineers uh, <laughs> that's not even that's like a couple of years ago that's yeah like recent but still yeah it's, it's super nice because then i mean it's made for 6s on uh, five inch. So if you drop it down and do three S, you can do eight inch uh, very efficiently. But the efficiency on these motors are really high. Like it's really and, good. And those motors are which motors? Emacs uh, uh, oh, yes. RS 
RS2. Yeah, same ones. I, yeah, same ones I'm running on my six inch, and that is again on by blade. Same thing. So efficient. They're brilliant. I mean, I'm getting sort of eight eight minutes of flight out of a fifteen hundred four S on that. Oh, nice! It's crazy. Really good. Mental. You must get bored. Do your legs hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you sit down usually. It's really nice sitting in the car doing long range. It's very uh, relaxing. You listen to audiobooks and uh, yeah, just <laughs> Harry Potter, of course. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I like it because the carbon frames, like the the Ooh, design probably. of that, or like um, the materials we have access to, and like the idea of the normal quad frames. It's so lightweight. It's like making a frame like this, like. It's five uh, millimeter thick uh, solid carbon fiber booms or arms. And the whole thing, empty solid. frame weight is uh, 112 grams. So, I mean, it's compared to the old Tricopter, which is almost twice as heavy as this. And that was a light frame um, when that came out, the Tricopter V4. I think mine is 1800 grams once I put a battery on it. Nice. Uh, oh my god so yeah obviously that's that's nice and efficient in transitional lift as well so so what's your what's your kind of flight time now with that one like what's the max you've got out of it on that setup uh so i flew these old uh, uh multi-star 5200 3s 10c yeah 10c batteries i ran two of those so uh 10,400 milliamps, and I got uh, one hour and eight minutes. Whoa! It, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty decent. That's but awesome. And, and it, are they, they okay lifting, like, you know, 10,000 milliamps? Yeah, it's... Uh, no struggle, it's just cruising around, it's fine. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you're not going to, actually, you can't do flips and rolls and that, but it's it's calm stuff. It's not the crazy five-inch stuff. It's more cruising yeah uh it still weighs just under a kilo with that battery those two batteries on it which is amazing i have mm. to say yeah that's incredible and and how's the um on this new one how's how's the 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 kind of eternal battle with pids that you have with tricopters is how's, how's this one flying in that regard a little bit better larger uh it's more forgiving because it takes more time to do things and mm -hmm. the inertia of the uh, tail moving is it's an issue because you tilt the motor, which means that you're moving mass. So you're always, when you tilt it to one side, the, uh, uh, the, the quick movement pushes the tail in the opposite direction that you want it to be pushed. Sure. So you move this, uh, the mass left. That means it pushes it to the right, but then the thrust pushes it to the left again. So and you get a, that has to be an interaction of gyroscopic force as well, right? There has to be a little exactly, bit of action in yeah. there. Exactly, yeah. Got you. So do you think that it's, I mean, I, from my knowledge of uh, tricopters, I, have you found the faster tail servos to be better or is it more about just brute force? Um. 
It's a little bit both. You can get into trouble having too fast servos. Then oscillation problems. Yes, because you you flip the the mass back and forth very quickly. Then that gets back to the flight controller and it corrects it. So it always like jumps back and forth, and you have to add filters, and then you're back sure. to basically the same speed as right because you're adding the latency. Exactly, and it just feels the same at that point. And high-speed servos uh, having a different uh, gear ratio inside of the servos usually makes them more prone to breaking during a crash. Right. Um, so, yeah, lower-speed servos usually lasts longer. And, Is that uh, metal-geared or plastic? It's all metal gear. It's right. a stainless steel output shaft, uh, which is my own design. Nice. So it's, uh, it's a uh, Bluebird servo, a uh, BMS 210, uh, DMADH, I mean. So I added a, my version has a feedback servo, a feedback servo wire. So you give a fourth wire that goes into the flight controller which tells it at what angle the servo is at all time. So right, it can, that's cool. So you can do math, and instead of um, like doing a virtual servo model, because it needs to know or guess where the, the tail is before doing a new command to it, because you send a command, go to the right, it takes time for the servo to move, and if you send the command to go to the opposite direction, you don't know what angle you're already at. And you can be a lot more efficient by knowing, okay, I'm at this angle, so I know I can just slow down and stop earlier instead of kicking it all the way to the other side and stuff like that. And it also helps a ton with setting it up. That's uh, brilliant. That's, that's just awesome information for the loop to get you a more accurate result. Brilliant. Exactly. Is that So is this part of – is this uh, – custom code that is it your custom code or code you're involved oh. with to get um, this to work? i cannot code that well this is uh, uh the forums the rc explorer forums there are some crazy intelligent people there very gifted that do this because they like it uh and it's a it is a challenge because nothing else uses servos because it is a I'm going to say it's an inferior technique to do yaw when it comes mm -hmm. to like, it's, uh, it's dirty, it's gritty. It's, uh, it is analog instead of everything being digital. But I think that's where the purists will say, well, analog is better in some things. The turn on a try if for people that have just flown quads is completely different. It doesn't, it's not, it's not yawing. It's going into a, a, a lovely sort of bank arc a bit like it, it's similar. It's more similar to a pendulum when you go into a, a turn. Exactly. It is. Turn. It feels like a plane. Uh, like you, if you fly really fast forward, you level off on a quad. If you input yaw, you just look, uh, it just literally just turns, continues straight, but you turn it and you can look in a different direction. It keeps traveling. If you do that on a tricopter, it's going to like, just like dive down the nose and kind of like do a coordinated yeah. turn. 
sort of like rudder input on a plane then um yeah that, that's really interesting but of course you do have quite well in my from my experience you do have quite a lot more your authority when you want it in terms of fast turning than you would with torque differential as you do on a traditional quad you've actually got something thrusting in the direction so you can sort of pan to the other side very fast if you want to you can yeah uh mini quads have become really good at that because they use very high rpm and the braking on the ESCs today are is so fast because that didn't used to be a thing so now you can vary the rpm very quickly to get the yaw speed so you kind of get enough yaw speed with the five inch quads or six inch even um because way back in the day when tricopters were superior was when we had 10 inch quads that couldn't yaw like at all it was mm -hmm. pretty horrible times because it was low rpms and it was slow fly props. Everything was just flying a sponge. It was uh, fantastic. 50 hertz update rate. Not, not 32 kilohertz. Not, not 50 hertz is how I like to watch my TV. Now leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. It's slower than gaming. <laughs> and I mean, it was possible to fly like that. You just made the copter larger and... The tricopters were so nice because you could whip it. Like large prop, same RPM. You keep the RPM. You don't new, do anything changing the motor speed. You just tilt that uh, back motor and it does the yaw. And you can, uh, keeping the RPM is the key there because it was like quads were just freaking out when you tried to do fast yaws. Because you lost half of the, uh, half of the lift doing mm -hmm. that and you got it, it was bad frames were not that stiff either um so it was just following airplanes and everything the tricopter was king for sure but now it's kind of it is outdated tech for sure but it's so nice flying it it's just it is like flying a plane that you can hover kind of a thing I want one. Oh, thank you, Tony. Menis um, <laughs> RC, David, uh, uh, he's asked, David, what's the difference uh, in the flight compared to a stand servo without that feedback? Um, what the difference is uh, between having a feedback and non-feedback yeah. servo? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, it just makes the algorithm so much more efficient where you can have it... Uh, kind of predict what it needs to do instead of just sending a command uh, move to this uh, position you just send 1500 microseconds or 2000 microseconds that moves it that way you don't know if the servo has actually moved all the way over or not uh, but you can know that with the feedback servo and compensate for it so instead of going all the way back and moving back and forth and just guessing it kind of knows, okay, this angle, I'm going to produce this much thrust or this much jaw authority. So it can kind of gauge that beforehand and use that in the algorithm instead of just blindly doing stuff. David, so, so the flight controller before was uh, an F3. 
this time it's the Kukute F4 from Holy Bro. Is that, have I got that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So is that sort of, um, if I remember correctly from the F3, you had um, a specific pad for that feedback for the servo. Is that the case with the F4 and have you had to remap, remap that pad or something to, uh, and, and use, tri, uh, is it TriFlight that you're using with it, but the, the Betafly version? Um, no, we, uh, okay, the Kakut uh, has a RSS iPad. So yeah. you just push it there. That's an analog input. Uh, on most, uh, on most, processors in the STM family, you can just remap to analog input. Uh, so you can steal an RSS iPad, which is already an analog one, or uh, in the case of a bicopter, you can steal a uh, an RX pin on a UART and use that for the second feedback, <laughs> but still keep the, the TX on that UART to do uh, uh, like telemetry and that. So you kind of still don't lose it. Uh, man, I can't remember what I was talking uh, about. No, nah, it's <laughs> probably because I threw like about five questions away at the same time. Um, <laughs> if you I, if you log in to LDO, the, hopefully the buffer and the playback, you'll be able to catch it. <laughs> I think uh, one of the other questions I asked was, um, is it so... so is there like a new, a special version of oh, yeah. tri tri flight through beta flight for the Kukute F4 because before it was based on uh, the the RCX well not just that but the RC Explorer uh, F3 board you know which had its own custom beta flight uh, yes. firmware yeah that was a modified firmware uh, of beta flight that we called tri flight because it had the all the tail setup stuff and the feedback servo support and all that we don't do the beta flight uh anymore we're using d ronin or uh, yeah. ronin uh-huh. yeah I know that one. it's very interesting it doesn't um move on as quickly as beta flight does like Keeping up with beta flight releases is not easy. No, like, we don't have the the manpower to do that. Uh, the changes in beta flight in that it doesn't impact the tricopter as much as you would think because the it's mainly made for quads. Of course, stuff is good for the tricopters, but. Uh, He's such a liar. It's because he had an auto tune. He couldn't be dealing with the. Oh, I love it. It's so <laughs> nice. Yeah, Dronen has an auto tune feature, so you don't listen put... to him, kids. Oh, it's fantastic! You you put your copter out on the ground and you flip it, um, you arm it, take it off, flip it into a mode, and it goes like, <laughs> uh, and then it it does that for like thirty seconds, and then all the pills are good. It's pretty nice. You yeah. kind of had that in beta flight, though, didn't you? You had the well, you at least had the tail tune uh, option. So, so it's it's taking it that one step further than what tri flight had then, basically. Uh, we still have the tri flight uh, setup in there as well, so you can do the. There is a step where um, you in flight, or first of all, you want to set up the tail so you have. 40 degrees of deflection each way and you 
uh, do that by going into the servo calibration mode, which we call it now. It was try flights, uh, try yeah, try flight setup before, and uh, you move it with the stick, so it goes until it touches a little calibration device with an angle measurer. Uh, and when it does, you go to the other side, that makes it so that the flight controller knows what uh, analog signal voltage is uh, what angle. Hang on, David. Yeah? Tony's, Tony's got business to do. Come on, read out my message. I'm not doing that. You... Come on. No. Say it. Mom, if you're listening. No, I'm doing a party popper for Ash. Look. During the week, I got some random stuff sent to me. <laughs> Party poppers, a gender reveal, boy or girl. Thanks. How, how much, Frank? Thanks how much? That. How much? I got birthday candles. They sparkle as they burn, and I just read on the back. They are. Imp- I've tested one. They are impossible to put out. Impossible. Oh, great! And it <laughs> says they like some candles. Well, you got to light, light me a light, candle. Lights in a darkened room with good ventilation. You trying to kill me, Frank? Gen- <laughs> hang on, gender reveal. Is that like a, a baby? It's, it's a boy. If Tony's a boy or a girl. <laughs> well, if I do it why Jack, I was... it's going to be Janet, so I'll do pink. I thought there were 78 genders. How have they managed to fit that <laughs> in, in all that firework? <laughs> Why? What? This is going to make my room messy, Frank. That's why I was trying to get you to set it off. That's 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 uh, ashes two quid. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it downwards? Put them upwards or something? That way. It's somebody a mess. Needs, somebody needs to present Tony while he's doing it as well. I'm not lighting these because I'm not in a ventilated room. I'll do another party popper then. Oh, no, no, I, no, I, no. I. What? This is bullshit. I paid money. Well, there's your money. Thankfully, due to the 10 frames per second we're getting from Tony. Oh, is my internet's rubbish tonight. (laughs) Not only went off during all the frames that weren't available (laughs) to us. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's it. I'm sorry. Not only that, he did it it under the desk, so it just looked like something ejaculated from (laughs) underneath the desk into the corner. That's been a while. (laughs) <laughs> how much for the gender reveal uh that's that's a yellow tier in oh. the super chat what's yellow tier ah. more uh, than your measly five quid jack yeah. was there a discussion about colors i i must have missed that no, one that's it's a super chat thing built into youtube so the super chat comes up as different colors oh, depending I see. on how much it is and so we got green blue it must be low green is middle and Yellow so is higher. Light blue, blue, green, yellow, orange, magenta, red. What's we red? We've had a red before. We've oh, had one, someone, one red, someone, please do us a yellow. I'm not, I'm not shouting, I'm gay, mum, and then... Peter, isolate that, I'll tip you. I'm gay, mum. Gay mum. Gay mum. That's how my Tyrannus is going to start off from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a question. We're here. selling that. Oh, aren't we? 
it leads on from a, a couple of other comments. So someone mentioned about why not INAV, and I, I saw, David, that in your description you said GPS is maybe coming, but it's a bit experimental at the moment, and when people think long range, they sometimes think, oh, I need return to home at some point. So is, is that something that's coming along? Or uh, do you just yes, like to bring uh, it from your miles away? Uh, I, I do so like what is not that having a safety net. Sorry, Jack? What is that black lump on your on top of your tricopter? Is that the VTX then? Because I thought yeah. it was a GPS park. No, that's the video transmitter. Yeah, it's oh, from. Looking at the size of the skew, it must be a one point two again. With your, it is. You've got is. your big ground station still. Oh, I love it. It still it works the, great. Is it the reason why uh, Get FPV got a big fine? I think. <laughs> is, is it that one? Maybe it's fault. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, it's coming. GPS. Uh, my friend tested it the uh, other day, actually. So um, it's uh, it's on the way. So return to home is. Uh, gonna work. I'm not like ninety percent sure it's gonna work. I don't know how like smooth it's gonna get there. Like if you try to get really good video, that is not the mode to be in. I, I think uh, as long as it comes vaguely back. So oh, I'm back in control range. You're happy again, aren't you? You can see. Oh stuff. yeah. That's kind of. The, I like flying it without the safety net though. It's very uh, exciting. <laughs> it's a really bad idea but i like it um i've done so much flying that way and it's sometimes I, you drive down the road and you're like oh man there's hot air balloons i need to go fly around those you jump out you take off and you fly around and like i don't know where i took off from i don't know this piece of land i, I everything looks the same so it's uh I've the had that a couple of times more than oh, I would care to remember. It's that's why you wear a luminous yellow jacket now, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Like, even if it's sunny jacket. and hot. <laughs> I, I, oh. I think David's slightly skew here because he flew something down from space, lost video, and it's like it's somewhere in the trees in Sweden, and he <laughs> found it again. So anything, just, I'm just a couple of miles away. It's no big problem. I'll, I'll figure it out. It's a level of uh, what you've done before, I think. I'm sure he trains his dog to sniff lipos. And he's like, go find it. <laughs> oh, man, no, he's uh, never going to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so, uh, a good technique when trying to find your way back, by the way, up in the air is uh, flying one direction. If the video gets worse, then turn around. It's, uh, <laughs> you'll find yourself in, in the end. <laughs> if you've or got not. enough battery. <laughs> Yeah, an hour flight time, dude. That's the stuff. Noticed he didn't say, use the direction of the sun. Oh, wait, I'm in Sweden. There is none. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use When I'm flying in the trees, I can't figure out where I am. And I just like try to listen to the noise. It's like it's in my left ear. It's getting quieter or it's coming into my right ear. I must be going that way. So I just need to come back a bit and I'll eventually find my way back. Do, do you know what it is for, for me? I, I always, uh, especially when I'm going up in a new area, it's always roads and hedge lines and things. Uh, roads are especially useful. It's exactly mm. the same if you're up in a real plane. Um, you can you use a road to get yourself back or look for a massive, la any kind of big landmark when you first take off and your position to it and the rough direction of it. And all those things are useful, but unfortunately most you of ever just, get lost jack just just go up and go oh flips rolls and then forget about all the 
useful yeah, that's, things. That's the problem. You get excited. <laughs> uh, I did the same thing when, uh, when I went to Hollywood, the Hollywood sign. And, right. That's a good one. I, that's a good landmark. It's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's recognizable. We went up there. I had a tricopter in my hand, uh, and a police officer goes comes up and I'm like, "Oh, what are you doing with that?" I'm like, ah, "I thought I would fly around." No, you're not. Okay. Um, so we went down and took off from the car instead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, flew around it. It was great, um, and it was it was far. It was a couple of kilometers, maybe three, four kilometers. It was on a three S twenty two hundred. Big old tricopter, uh, rewound motors, uh, like hand-wound motors to get the efficiency up. Uh, and I flew just straight out, flew around the sign. This is awesome. Turned around like, oh, no. I have, like there was no clue at all. Like everything looks the same. And I like I, I think I flew for maybe 30 seconds. I started counting the way back and I had a friend with me and we tried to listen, but it was so loud there, like cars and people talking. And man, that was I came back and the battery was puffy. And when I landed, <laughs> it, was, it was hot and puffy. So that was a one-time use lipo, basically. I, I suppose your other option is to turn around and face the Hollywood sign and just fly backwards and see if you can roughly work, work your way out in reverse. <laughs> I like that. that was, yeah, should have thought about that. Interesting challenge. Um, sadly, I'm going to have to go. But um, oh. just before I do, I must ask quickly, you have a, I think we just got on to chatting before we went live, but you've got a DLG in the background there. And obviously, I love DLGs. Is that a blaster, was it? It is a blaster two wing um, nice. and a, uh, a fuselage and tail from a friend of mine. He makes his own DLGs and sells, sells them. Uh, really nice stuff. So, uh, bladder molded, uh, super lightweight, all carbon, uh, nice and super stiff. And then the wing I bought, uh, they had cr uh, bad, uh, damaged ones in transit. Like, uh, so they couldn't sell them for full price. So they sold them super cheap at, uh, the local swap meets. I'm like, I'm buying three of those. Yeah, that's a great idea because blasters are expensive DLGs mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> oh, for sure. And this is the hollow core wing, which is stupid uh, when it comes to catching it. Like it's, you can very easily squeeze it Just too hard on it. it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's very interesting how they make that though. So the, the inside of the wing is hollow. The... Uh, outside is a very thin layer of uh, fiberglass, which is stuck to Depron. Uh, so it, it is super lightweight, but like it's it's not a, a wing that when you throw and your uh, elevator flies off and it nosedives, that wing is not going to survive that. Right. It's going to pretty much disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. And it's uh, it's a lot better to just run a super thin airfoil today. Uh, like uh, when they're thinner than servos, which is already made for uh, for gliders, because so it's uh, 
if you get height, most of the time you can win. If you get higher up and you're good at finding thermals, powerful uh, powerful ones, uh, you usually win. Like height is so important. So a thin one usually goes high. This one is thick. Uh, so throwing that, I can't get that more than maybe 30 meters. Like it's... It's still pretty reasonable it's, throw. It's decent. Uh, I don't practice, on the other hand. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's decent. You can find some really nice thermals. Uh, the ground ones that are like the dust devils. Oh, my gosh, so much fun. So you go wow. in and then just spiral. Basically, the, the wing is uh, vertical. And nice. It, so you're literally just, in it like this. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. Amazing. Oh, it's so much oh. fun. I'd love to see a video of that. Is there any video of someone actually getting in one of those? That would, that yes. would be... Um, pretty, I think I have one. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. even in the course. I bought a long time ago. I bought a thermal course from... I can't remember what. The sailplane people. Uh, it was a DVD, which I uh, ripped. So I have it on the computer so I can share it with you if you want. Uh, very legal. Uh, but yeah, uh, I shouldn't have said that anyway. <laughs> uh, no, it's just great. And they talk about like how thermals are made, like what to look for and all that. And he goes out and shoots some video of like a tractor going forward and you see the cloud behind it and like it's plowing. You see the cloud behind it and you see a thermal forming because of all the particles in the air, it's fantastic. And then he goes out and flies his DLG and he flies it so close to the ground, just doing dust devils, moving around. And it's like, it is, he is so, cool. uh, so amazing. So Absolutely what DLG awesome. do you have? Oh, I've, um, I did have uh, a blaster a long time ago, which met its unfortunate demise and that really put me off them because they're so expensive and it was oh, such a heartbreaking crash and then i got back into it with an elf okay um, yeah. which is obviously really simple light um but it's still a really premium little uh, dlg for for you know just a one meter wingspan and i actually ended up doing a quite a lot of my learning thermals on that one because it, it just really? flew great and yeah i've, I've had nice. some amazing sessions um thermaling that so i've i've kind of been really getting back into it with that guy but i i can see myself getting another blaster now that i'm that bit better and i miss not having the uh having the ailerons uh because you know you can have so much more fun yeah um and obviously being able to set the uh the kind of crow setup for the super slow flying when you're uh when you want to do your hand catch oh that's the best thing yeah, exactly. Where it just puts its nose down and almost comes at like one mile an hour towards you for the catch is just uh, just so awesome. It is uh, like yeah, you do. Um, it's the ailerons on a uh, on one of those planes. Uh, what you do is uh, you do it as flaps. Um, yeah, it's, flapper on flapper on mix. I think they, yes, and that's yeah. the word. Yeah, and like it's 90 degrees down like it's so yeah, amazing it's, for people that haven't off. seen it it's yeah. just so weird and like you said the nose pitches down like crazy and it just like it's it doesn't look like it's supposed to be able to fly and it just you can just literally like pluck it out of the air 
Like you don't have yeah. to, like it doesn't fly hard towards you and kind of like have to try to run and catch it or anything. You just, it just goes towards it. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, Anyone that so hasn't cool. tried it, it's amazing, but it's so expensive to get into. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, I mean, there are some cheap ways in like Hobby King do a couple of cheap ones. Uh, I mean, the elf's not super cheap. It's still over up the sort of 150 odd pounds, I think, to, but it's a great, uh, introductory because obviously these things can go into the thousands if you really want to start spending your money, yeah. but it's just so much fun and it's, it's free. It's just a bit of swinging energy. Your arm's going to hurt the next day probably, but it's, you know, other than that, it's, um, it's pretty, pretty magical thing to fly. Yeah. I've got, um, I've but, got the TB Hobby King one and it's, you know, it's nothing special, but you can throw it, it flies around, you come and catch it. I like it because it's very interactive. There's lots to do. It's, yeah. it's they're so brilliant. I've got to run, chaps. David, great to see you again. Uh, bye see bye, you all very you. soon. Take care, guys. See you, Jay. Yeah, see you, Jay. Ciao, Does anyone know where NJ's off to? Something <laughs> musician. I was going to say probably you know. I keep say, I keep saying to him the minute he gets the call from Ariana Grande, if I don't get a ticket, <laughs> send my backstage pass. I'm going to be livid. Yeah, it's probably something like that, isn't it? Is Tony talking to himself? And But it's got his microphone. Are you talking to Tony? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, Andy, what have you been uh, reviewing? Anything fun lately? Oh, man, yeah. There's just uh, so much stuff. Um, but I think I think you're definitely onto something there. There's... A, there's um, the, the, the long range thing is definitely something that people are interested in, in terms of quads. They're going up in, in prop size seven, eight. It's, it, it comes full circle. It's strange. Yeah. You know, it kind of started off with huge quads and people sticking GPS and, uh, and things like that on it, but using, um, APM and pick sort and stuff. And then it got small and, uh, and people got bored of that. So now it's like, they're getting bigger and they're like, Hey, beat a flight make gps at work kind of thing so it's kind of like no no that that used to work ages ago we can we can do that but it's yeah it's i think it's sort of going round in circles and people want to do long range and, and and big and then at the other end of the spectrum they want to go tiny with their micro stuff so so extremes at the moment um yeah, yeah. what i wanted to ask though david is you know um over here we we've got a lot of um is, is his hysteria the right word, Andy? You probably know. Hysteria is the right word. Yeah. yeah when it comes to um, anything uh, that flies, whether it's a plastic bag or, or, you call, <laughs> or you call it a drone, it's in the news, you know. What's it like um, uh, over where you are or, or where you've been? And um, Because, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about long range and at, at the same time. Uh, you know, we kind of feel like we're restricted to just flying in about a meter squared bit of space at the moment with uh, all, all of us. The, they call it the G word, the Gatwick incident and stuff. Yeah. You know? What's it like over there? It's, it sounds like you're not getting any of that from what you've been talking about. Uh, no, not really. I don't get like it's not it's not portrayed as drones are not considered bad yet because we haven't had any big stuff happen. Like, people are annoyed with uh, sometimes, like, the Gatwick stuff. That was uh, pretty bad. But, like, people forget about it. It's not in the news 
like at all. It's basically from outside the country and it's not covered that much, luckily. So if you normally, if someone sees you fly, they're interested. They don't get freaked out or anything. They just wonder what you're doing and you put the goggles on them and yeah, you make a new friend. It's uh, still like the golden days, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not quite like that here. What what I find is we ha- have to convert a lot of people to uh, or to convince them that it what that it's not that what I'm flying is not what caused Gatwick. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned on here, you know, uh, a few few weeks back, we were just we were just flying in a big open field, and uh, this lady came up and said, "You're you're not the ones flying around the airports, are you?" And all this, and like, <laughs> no, no, we, you know, we, that's not us. And they have to explain the difference between a, a quadcopter or whatever and a drone. And uh, and then we had this uh, silly program that was on the other night. Uh, oh a, no! We had a. Pre- did you all? Did you guys all? I mean, David. Pitch not, no. Yeah, it's like it's almost like they were just trying to milk it a bit more like oh remember that gatwick thing uh, yeah we've got we've got no evidence or no new conclusions but let's make a half hour uh yeah it was completely, yeah, it was completely oh, wow. wasted time wasn't it we I'm, in a big I'm circle I'm tempted to release a, a children's book with me and tony being like there was a <laughs> drone Use your imagination. <laughs> what I think, drone. the Earth is flat. What I think was most disturbing about it was how it demonstrated to would-be terrorists how to use yeah, a drone. Is, uh, it's almost like do. it's almost like saying to people uh, who like to stab others, "Do you know? Do you know? You can you just use a pen." Kind of, <laughs> it was kind of like that, wasn't it? But with like. It, like a drone, a pen, a lighter, and a razor blade. You can melt the pen and then insert <laughs> the razor blade into it, let it cool, and then you have the perfect prison shiv. There we go, Jack. Sorry. We're just as bad as them now. For it was for a it, weird, yeah. weird half hour because it started off like, ah, uh, you know, drones, drones are bad. Can, well, it started off like the first bit was like, drones can be used for many things, they could be very helpful and have saved lives and done search and rescue and all this other thing, and then it was. That, that was for like the first 30 seconds and then yeah but gatwick drone incident and then at the end it was like but things blow up and it just like shows video clips of like grenades attached to drones <laughs> blowing up and it's like, yes but there's the grenade blowing up that's what makes that dangerous not the drone like if you've got grenades the drone is not the problem <laughs> well, it's the same as guns isn't it really they don't kill anyone the problem I found with that was the spokesman for Gatwick, who would, he was like some religious fundamentalist who would, you give him a logical statement and he'd find a way to explain it. Like, how come we never saw any drones? We think it was an inside job and they knew everything about it. How come when you got these drone detectors with specialized equipment and cameras, they didn't see any? Yes, we think they were somehow intercepting our messages and knew about it and then went away again. It's like every single time. It's like Tony trying to explain the Earth isn't flat. He had quite a punchable (laughs) face, as well as that John. They all did. did. No, don't say that. They say that. Very literally, like the like arguing with the whole flat Earth thing. And it started out like, ah, there was a drone, and it's like, but you had a drone detecting setup actually working at the time, and it didn't detect anything. Well, it was a specially, dis, you know, specially designed, yeah, specially designed <laughs> lighting stuff, up, Jack. Right, okay, but there were no photos of it. Mm, yes, well, 
Yes. I thought it was interesting <laughs> how they said there was 115 sightings of a drone, but all by Gatwick staff, not one <laughs> member of the public. It's like, hmm, that's a bit suspicious. Yeah, and on them days, if oh, you well. look back in the news, on the, in September, I think, they said they were going to do a walkout or demonstration, the Gatwick staff, on them same days. Well, bit weird. Anyway... Yes, there's been some bad drone news, but there's been lots of good drone news as well. There was uh, very recently uh, the drones were used by the um, uh, Parisian firefighters mm. in helping identify the the hotspots in the Notre Dame fire. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. no, but it was a drone that caused the fire, and we must slay all drone users. That'd be next. Sorry, I must admit the the Gatwick panorama. They must have they them guys, the drone racers. They, on must, there, have they must have watched. They must have watched. they were their tinfoil hats and so there yeah. was no drone and stuff. I thought, if you're yes, listening, you must watch. You you if, uh, and you want to come on the show? Frank's yeah. talking as a guest. Absolutely, come on. Yeah, they were from Yorkshire. Yeah, so what I thought, like, because David and maybe a lot of people didn't see the show, because uh, if you look at the comments on it, it seems like the only people who watched the show were people who flew drones because <laughs> they they were just so like this is just this or, is or, fake or grandmas news. who don't have Twitter. I, I think it's because like every single person that owns a drone was basically being told by their partner, family, or significant other that was this you? Are you doing this? No <laughs> drone. I'm going to get on the internet and prove it to people and they were all defending themselves heavily yeah yeah no it was a, it was a, a, a one thing i noticed was every reconstruction was done with a dji which would be impossible because they they're geofenced oh, did you hear andy the the software's out there to get around this it's coming available. from the same people who are smart enough to attach a grenade to a drone with sellotape. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the software's only available for the Mavic, and they were using Inspires and P4s, so I actually don't think the software's out oh. there. For the, just stop using logic. But anyways, anyways, when anytime like they talked about the Gatwick incident, they showed a DJI, and anytime they talked about registration, they showed a freestyle copter. It's almost like, you know, they were. It was almost trying to throw out a message. To, this is the BBC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's I like can't, I can't wait for Doris. Anyway, we have a very exciting guest who's spent time taking his time out of his day to come and spend time with us. And we're here to, you know, encourage people, remind people that there is this community of people that enjoy drones and don't just complain about it all the time. I would just like to just put a bit in perspective. One of my favorite David videos and stories is the time he lost his easy start. It's an awesome video, but the fact it crashed into the town hall and then they took a photo of him and put him in the paper and said, isn't this cool? <laughs> that <laughs> that was a different time. time for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, it's our mini 911. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> not the supported views of Lake now. Which might be flagged as not suitable for monetization at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Just take the monetization off. Please forward your complaints to David at rcexplorer.se. Oh I think David finally topped. The things that I've said on this show. <laughs> I don't know. I Thank don't you, know. David. I'll send you some PayPal, mate. Honestly, <laughs> I've been getting some grief for the things I've said. Should we like something? 
obviously, if you what an effigy of David. <laughs> if you have somewhere near you where you can, you know, you want to be able to fly for an hour and eight minutes within, obviously, line of sight and below four hundred feet and uh, whatever the other. So that's pretty much it at the moment, isn't it? You can get the lats of the fields. You can do just yeah, exactly. Then you can go to uh, rcexplorer.se and there's a link in the description here that takes you directly to the Tricopter LR uh, page. Awesome, Ooh, thank you, David. Have you done a build like you did with your 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 mini Tricopter with the, I, with the new one? Yes, it's shot. It's uh, not edited yet. Uh, yeah, I have had to do other things. I'm going back to Italy uh, like end of the week or early next week, and I'll edit it there or on the plane on the way or something. Tony, what have I got a light? Something, haven't you got anything left? Come on, man. Is that yellow? That is yellow. Time I, to I reveal your gender, Tony. What gender are you? Come on, Tony. Do it. that one. It's stupid. It's it. make a mess everywhere. You've already got a mess. Can I just right. one I'm going to be a girl. Where am I doing this? Behind me? Into on the you. Camera. To the camera. To the if camera. You, go on. If you're be a, a minute, wait, go wait, back a bit. If you're going to be a girl, Tony, you've got to tuck it between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up. Up more. Up. It's not doing up. anything. Twist it till I'm it comes off in your hand. I am. Tony's last words were, "It's <laughs> not doing anything." It's not working. Correction. Tony, don't righty look, tighty. This is rubbish. Don't look directly into it. Tony, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first thing at gun course. Yeah. Nothing doesn't work, Jack. You've got a fake one. Right, I'm gonna have to light one of these. <laughs> How does it not work? Oh, Frank, these are good ones, aren't they? Look, they're all falling (laughs) apart. Right, I'm getting a window open in case this goes up. It's going out onto my car. I kind of feel like all this pyrotechnic stuff that David's done in the past has rubbed off on the show in some way. I like which, it. Uh, which end do I like? It doesn't Any end. Say. There's the no instructions. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Did you send him a lighter as well? No, I went and bought one. That's oh. going to get very hot. That's going to get hot. Boiling. Not going to have a tan on one side. And then no, I mean on your hands, Tone. Tone. No, it's all right. Tone, lob it out the window now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all right. We're all right. We're all right. It's going car on, on for a bit, bit, isn't it? No, not a plastic bottle. <laughs> Thank you, Zero FBB. That's <laughs> <laughs> hell. Can you send me a, um, something to put all this out if were, uh, it was to catch fire, please? Somebody send him a bandage. What, you don't no. have any fire extinguisher? No. <laughs> I've just I... got a door or window to lob it out. <laughs> Oh, for oh, God's sake. Right, I don't know why this isn't working. David, oh, thank you it. so much for joining us. It's been Truly. a pleasure. If you're ever around, that was scary. just drop us a message. You're always welcome. If Thanks, you man. want to be in the UK about this time next month, there's a mini air show. Please. I wish I could go, yeah. That would be awesome. But unfortunately, work. Basically, oh. if anyone else wants to come to Mini Air Show, it is the 11th and 12th of May, and you can find more details at miniairshow.co.uk. Oh, you got the dates right, Frank. Well done. Well, it's drinking tonight or something. You can remember stuff. 
He's been doing a lot of mini air show stuff. Oh. Right, thank you. You've been joined by Andrew slash Frank. Bye. You've been joined by Andy RC uh, up north. Night, night. You've been joined by the big and beardy RC explorer, David Vindestale. Mm, ciao, ciao. It is David, isn't it? David, yeah. David. Oh, God, I can never say it. I just call you Dave. <laughs> and, um, Dave Windowsill. I think that's settled. <laughs> I, like I love that. Those are the best. Um, my little Tony. Bonjour. Uh, everyone's favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. I've been Jack Bright Until I Fly. And don't forget, I will be on the Thursday night show at 11 tonight. So if you can, come over and check me out. Thank you and good night. Bye. 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 Telemetry lost.